Thank you for checking out Talks with Tyler ISD, the podcast about passionate people who have a heart for students. I'm your host, Jennifer Hines, and today we have with us Brandy Holland, Director of Head Start. Brandy, thank you so much for joining us. You have been an educator with Tyler ISD and previously now in this role as the Director of Head Start. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you began your career because you have worked with the young kiddos. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I began in Hawkins ISD. I was a kindergarten teacher for four years there. Um, I then transitioned to third grade. I taught third grade one year. And then I taught fourth grade for three years, writing and reading. Um, also, I was transitioning to be an instructional technologist for the district at the time. Then I went to Pine Tree and I was an assistant principal for one year and then a principal for three years. And then I came to Tyler ISD and became the principal at TJ Austin Elementary School. Um, I was there for four years and now I'm the director of Head Start for Tyler. So you have a great background, especially working with the younger kiddos. And that's mm -hmm. what we're here to talk about today is Head Start and how this is something that parents really should consider. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit more about um, what kind of questions you get when it comes to Head Start and what parents need to know. Right. So usually parents want to know um, what qualifies their student to be in Head Start. <clears throat> so you have to be four years old by September the 1st on or before, or you can be three, but you have to have a Tyler ISD diagnosed disability. You know, sometimes parents will come in and say, well, my child's already been diagnosed by their pediatrician or I detect they have a disability, but they have to have a Tyler ISD diagnosed disability if they are three years old. So does that mean that they have to have the school test them mm -hmm. or outside of the pediatrician? It has to be work? Tyler ISD special ed department that has to test them and diagnose them. Okay, so what kind of, um, what kind of things are you talking about when you say disability? Is this speech? Mm -hmm. Is this... Um, they might think that they could have dyslexia or dysgraphia or any of those types of things. Absolutely. So the whole range. Yes, okay. any of those. So a lot of times we'll tell, we'll tell parents when they come to enroll, you know, if you detect that your child has a speech impediment of some sort, or if you just think that they might be autistic, because of course we can't diagnose them, go ahead and get the process started because it does take time. And so they will contact the Tyler ISD special ed department and they will get that process going. And then once they're diagnosed, if they're three years old, then they can go ahead and enroll. And that's just for the three-year-olds. Mm -hmm. For the four-year-olds, it can be any child out there that qualifies. Tell us a little bit about the program. Head Start, the idea is that you're taking care of the whole child. Mm -hmm. You really do meet a lot of not only the academic foundation that they need at such a young age, but the other things that they need as well. Right, so we are a high quality program for low income families. And so that allows us to really, as you said, really take care of the whole child. So we are tapping into the social emotional. We use a curriculum called Conscious Discipline um, where we train both the parents, the students, and the teachers at the same time. So our teachers once a month get training on conscious discipline. Our parents get the same training that the teachers are getting. And then we also have a behavior specialist for Head Start who goes into the classroom and she works with both the students and the teachers on those same strategies and techniques. And what I love about it is support, I think would be a key word here because you're giving them a lot of support, not only the staff to be able to support the students, but the students are getting all of these extra things. I know y'all have one-to-one -one, um, technology. Mm -hmm. There's also a very small student-to-teacher ratio so that they really get a lot of one-on-one -on -one and small group interaction. And then 
meals. Meals are free. Mm -hmm. uh, school supplies are free. Uh, what are some of the other things um, that kind of go along with the program that people may not know as they're listening to this podcast? Yeah, so two things that you said that came to my mind. Um, we purchased last year Chromebooks, touchscreen Chromebooks for every single Head Start student for classroom use. Um, at the same time, we went ahead and purchased two research-based computer programs, um, My Reading Academy and My Math Academy, which the students began using in October. We even had some students use the programs over the Christmas break, Thanksgiving break, I'm sorry, Thanksgiving break and spring break. And also they'll be able to use it during the summer. I can tell you after we did circle testing, our wave two, which was around January, the growth that the students made was phenomenal. So we're really excited about that. Also with Head Start, we do early screening of um, their teeth of their eyes, their blood pressure, their hemoglobin, their lead levels, all those things. And that really allows us to um, early detect if there's any issues with those students because sometimes they don't always go to the doctor as they should schedule, um, um, as scheduled, shall Correct. I say. Yeah. So we're able to help them um, also partner with, we partner with um, different dental offices and different optometrists to make sure that our kids are getting the services that they need. That's wonderful. And so it really does kind of cover the entire gamut. You're talking mm -hmm. about language, literacy, the social emotional development, the physical development, everything from math, science, social studies, all of it wrapped up into one because you really do want to lay some of that foundation before they get mm -hmm. to that pre-K, that kinder um, age because some children may not have access to that in those younger years. And, and this is one of the great ways to do that. Let's talk a little bit about the qualifications of the teachers. You mentioned some of it, but I also understand, you know, they're going to be CPA, uh, CPA, <laughs> CPR certified, right. first aid certified, but then they have a lot of other qualifications that they have to meet before they even get to be in the classroom with these students. Well, pretty much what you said. So um, if you're a Head Start that's not a part of a school district, then as a Head Start teacher, you don't have to have a four-year degree, but it's a requirement in Tyler ISD if you are a Head Start teacher. So that's great. Um, also, our Head Start teachers, our Head Start teacher assistants, as well as the Head Start leadership team, we all have to be CPR and first aid certified because there are times where the staff are not available in the classrooms and we do have to step in and help. And so it helps if you have someone in there. I know it's comforting to a parent to know that there are people in the room with their child who are CPR and first aid certified. Especially when they're so young, that mm -hmm. is always just a comfort to parents for sure. Tell us a little bit more about the CDA or the Child Development Associate um, certification that they have to have. Yes, so that is a, that is a requirement of um, Head Start. It is not a requirement of Tyler ISD teacher assistance. Um, so the CDA certification is actually a long process, the two-year process that our teacher assistants have to go through. We're in the process of getting that re, um, reignited, so to speak, because mm -hmm. the last couple of years with COVID, things kind of got a little crazy. And so we're about to start that back up. So the teacher assistants have to complete 120 hours online through training. Then they have to compose a portfolio, take a test, but we walk them through that whole process. Um, that process is going to begin here in Tyler ISD for the teacher assistants who are not um, CDA certified in April and May. Um, so we currently have 10 Head Start teacher assistants. Six of them are not CDA certified, but we're gonna um, begin that process for them in April and May. Well, wonderful, we'll get them on track. And that's just wonderful to have them in the classroom. And not only that, but they get support in the classroom when you think about 
all of the things that you need in a classroom, mm -hmm. especially for those little ones to keep them engaged and active. They even get a little bit of uh, money to make mm -hmm. sure that their classrooms are top-notch. I understand it's around $2,000. Right. So speaking of things that they need, I think it's reassuring to our parents to know that when they come in August for our orientation that we have for all Head Start parents, there are backpacks there for their child to choose from free of charge. Also, on the first day of school, parents aren't wondering what school supplies their child needs. They just show up on the first day and everything is there for their child. Additionally, for our teachers, they don't have to worry about um, where's the money going to come from for supplies in their classrooms. I mean, from crayons, markers, paper, um, copy machines, um, small refrigerators, because our students, if they're lactose intolerant, if they have any special dietary need, we have to take care of it. Um, sometimes we have students that are in pull-ups, mm -hmm. and so we have to provide the pull-ups and the wipes for those students while they're at school, not while they're at home. So we take care of everything. I love that. So they don't, they can just come as they are and they will be completely taken care of. Mm -hmm. And I love that not only are the children, uh, these our youngest students taken care of in the classroom, but it extends beyond that into the families. There are a lot of services, and you kind of alluded to that earlier, that the families get to participate in um, even leadership um, through this on the policy council. Tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about the policy council. Right, so once a month we have a policy council meeting and that consists of um, Head Start parents. We have one representative from each campus, but we also have an alternative representative. Mm -hmm. And so the parents completely lead that meeting. So we have um, one lady in particular, she oversees the meeting. She and I converse before the meeting's gonna happen to make sure she has all her notes to construct the meeting. We also have a secretary who is a parent. She takes notes during the meeting. Um, so we have about 20 parents that attend that meeting every month. We also invite some community members as well as the Head Start leadership team and teachers if they're available to attend. And so whatever's going on, especially as it pertains to money, we make sure that we share that information with the policy council and it has to be voted upon or, or you know, approved or disapproved. Um, and then once it's voted upon by the policy council, it then goes to the school board after that for approval. So parents really do have a say mm -hmm. in what's going to happen in their child's education from the very beginning as we're talking here. Now, I know there's also like family engagement, mm -hmm. volunteer opportunities. What are some of those other things that parents uh, can do to be involved? Yeah, so we have some awesome social service workers and once a month they do activities with families. So they have um, they have parent meetings once a month and then we also have parent sessions. So recently we had one on home ownership. Um, this coming month we're having one with Title I and they'll share all the great resources and services that they can provide to our families. We're also having a math festival that's coming up at the end of the month and we also had a literacy festival at Bolter in the fall. Um, and most recently we also had a Lego night for our father figures with their children at Pete and that also went very well. And then I understand too, um, Again, you have all of these community groups that you have partnered with, mm -hmm. whether it's the dental or the screenings. Um, you even have a nutritionist right. on staff as well as a nurse, just like you would at any, at any school. So you have all of these things to make sure that, again, the whole child is being taken care of. So as parents are listening to us talk about this, they're thinking, oh, this might be a great program. Mm -hmm. um, what again, are the qualifications. We had talked about four and then three. Um, 
there's also some income guidelines as well. What Tell us a little bit about that. <clears throat> so it's really about the enrollment process. So once a parent decides, you know, their child is four, they're ready to go to school, they need to go ahead and fill out the online application on the Tyler ISD website. Once they fill out the online application, it will ask them to upload some documents. One of those is going to be proof of income. And so once they do all of that, we also ask them to schedule a parent meeting where they actually have to come into the Head Start office. And that can be located on the Tyler ISD website under the pre-K page. Mm -hmm. And in the bottom right corner in blue, it's going to say schedule a parent meeting. Mm -hmm. And then once you go there, it'll also list all the required documents to bring with you. This is very important. So even if you upload the documents while you're filling out the online application, we do ask, and it does say this on the website, we do ask that you bring all of those documents with you because sometimes when you're uploading documents, they don't always show up very clear. Right. Um, so to be efficient, we want to make sure that parents bring those documents with them to the parent meeting, and then we take care of the enrollment process. When they come and we verify their income, if they qualify for Head Start based on their income, then they're in the program, so to speak. If not, and they're over income, then we push them over into income-based pre-K, and it goes into their queue. Okay, wonderful. So there's there's no reason to not go through the process because you there is other options at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, enrollment is currently open. Right. If they want to enroll, all they have to do is go to the Tyler ISD website, tylerisd.org. And then um, they can click on Enroll Now, and then that gets them to all of the information that you were just talking about. So when you're talking about some of these um, documents, it's it's your basic things. You know, it's the birth certificate, the social security card, the parent ID. You know, proof of address is important, immunization records, mm -hmm. as well as that proof of income that you talked about, and then custody and guardianship paperwork, if that applies to that student. And then you set up that meeting, and that meeting takes about 45 minutes. What should parents expect during that meeting? What kind of information will they find out, or what kind of questions will they be asked? So we'll go back over the online application to make sure that everything was completed efficiently. We also look through all the required documents to make sure that they brought everything that they were supposed to bring. If it was uploaded while they were completing the online application, we make sure that all the documents are clear. Um, once that's good to go, we ask them some, some questions that are specific to Head Start. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we let them go because in May is when they'll receive a letter in, May, in the mail that will let them know if they qualified for Head Start or if they qualified for income-based pre-K. Wonderful. Well, what is something that you think, as parents are listening to this, like what would you like for them to remember the most about the Head Start program? Yes. So Head Start is a high-quality program that really allows us to help the families that need us the most. I think that's very important to know. Well, thank you so much. Brandy Holland, Director of Head Start for Tyler ISD, joining us today on the podcast. And thank you for joining us to listen in. Please be sure to subscribe to Apple Podcast and Spotify. And if you know someone that should listen to this podcast as well, please be sure to share it with your family and friends.